Well, hello there, friends, and welcome to the Shellac Stack. My name is Brian Wright, and I'll be your host this hour for a selection of 78 RPM records from my collection. It's a musical assortment from the first half of the 20th century. This past week, I was listening to some records by Johnny Johnson, a pianist and band leader whose career spanned much of the 1920s and 1930s. He recorded prolifically for Cameo, for Victor, for the ARC group of labels on in the 1930s. And I came across this one and I had forgotten how good it is. This is a Victor record he made in New York on October 14, 1927. The song by Cliff Friend is Give Me a Night in June. We'll hear Bob Treister, Charles Murray, and Sam Brown sing the vocal. Here it is. Thank you. 
if that doesn't elicit a smile, I'm afraid I can't help you. <laughs> That's one of those uh, really cheerful records from the late 1920s. As my friend Glenn Robison might say, a record to which you can't not tap your toes. Give me a night in June, Johnny Johnson and his Statler Pennsylvanians, Victor 21016. I mentioned that there was a Sam Brown as part of the vocal trio, and in case you were wondering, I don't think that's the English singer Sam Brown who became so popular in the early 1930s. I think that Sam Brown didn't make his first record until early 1928, a few months after this one was waxed. Well, for those of you just joining us, welcome. My name is Brian Wright. This is the Shellac Stack, a little program on which I play 78 RPM records. And we've got a nice assortment today, a little country music coming up, some theater organ, some good banjo music, some dance bands, in short, the usual mix. We're going to continue now with a record featuring Chick Bullock singing the vocal along with the ARC Studio Band, a group of nameless musicians who just recorded day in and day out for the American Record Corporation, that is the Plaza Perfect Oriole Banner group of labels in the 1930s. This one is from March of 1936. It's a song by Johnny Mercer called Welcome Stranger. And the label credits it to Bob Causer and his Cornelians. And there really was a Bob Causer, but I don't think he was anywhere near the studio when they made this. Still, it's a good record. Thank you. 
sing Till your heart begins to sing Let your kisses fly away and swing, swing, swing Here and there you'll find rhythm everywhere All the world's gone crazy about this new thing Syncopation's got you in a mellow refrain Then something tells you that you're not blue again Oh, rock and sway as your troubles fly away Catch the rhythm of today and swing, 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 swing
I was a kid growing up, my mom didn't let us watch much TV at home, but that doesn't mean my brothers and I didn't occasionally sneak out to a neighbor's house and catch a little Cartoon Network. (laughs) And uh, any child of the 80s and 90s will probably recognize that as one of the bumper themes that they would often use on Cartoon Network in the 90s. Powerhouse which of course goes back much, much earlier. This recording was made in London in July of 1937 by Bert Ambrose and his orchestra. The tune, of course, by Raymond Scott. That was DECA 1485. Before that, from March of 1937, a recording made in New York City, the inimitable Cab Calloway, singing Swing, Swing, Swing. Not Sing, Sing, Sing. Swing, Swing, Swing. That was a variety record, number VA501 composer there, Harry White. And we started the set in March of 1936, a melatonin record by Bob Causer and his Cornelians, really the ARC studio band, and I probably shouldn't have said they were nameless musicians. Of course, they had names, but it isn't often known today who participated in which session made by that ARC house band. Chick Bullock, the vocalist on Welcome Stranger. You're no stranger, at least I don't think so. We've been doing these programs for a while now, and if you've been listening for any length of time, you're hardly a stranger to what we do here, but I do welcome you just the same, and I hope you'll stick around for the remainder of the hour. We've got a lot of good records still to come. We're going to change it up a little bit now and hear a record by Frank Crummett, a vocalist who was so popular in the 1920s and on into the 30s on radio, and I really like his singing. He has what I consider just a friendly voice. From April 8th, 1927, a record he made in New York for the Victor label, 20715. He gets, well, not exactly composer credit, but the label does state adapted by Frank Crummett. The song is Abdul Abulbul Amir, a big hit for Frank Crummett. We'll follow that with Vernon Dalhart, whose real name was Marion Tri Slaughter III. He came out of Texas and took the names of two Texas towns, Vernon and Dalhart, as his stage name when he started recording in New York in the 19-teens. Here he is in January of 1925, a country-esque kind of thing called Doing the Best I Can. It's Banner 1496. And then we'll wrap up the set with a little something by Al Hopkins and his Buckle Busters, the pseudonym used on Brunswick Records for Al Hopkins' group The Hillbillies. Yeah, that was what they were called. From May of 1927, we'll hear Hear Dem Bells. Brunswick 189. But to start us off, here's Frank Crummett. Sons of the prophets were brave men and bold, quite unaccustomed to fear. But the bravest by far in the ranks of the Shah was Abdul Abulbul Amir. Now the heroes were plenty and well known to fame in the troops that were led by the Tsar. And the bravest of these was a man by the name of Ivan Skavinsky Skavar. One day this bold Russian had shouldered his gun and donned his most truculent sneer. Downtown he did go where he trod on the toe of Abdul Bulbul Amir. Young man, quoth Abdul, has life grown so dull that you wish to end your career? Vile infidel, no, you have trod on the toe of Abdul Bulbul Amir. 
said Ivan, my friend, your remarks in the end will avail you but little, I fear. For you ne'er will survive to repeat them alive, Mr. Abdul, a bulbul, a So take your last look at sunshine and brook and send your regrets to the czar. For by this I imply you are going to die, Count Ivan Skavinsky Skavar. And this bold Mameluke drew his trusty skibook with a cry of Allah Akbar. And with murderous intent he ferociously went for Ivan Skavinsky Skavar. They fought all that night neath the pale yellow moon, the din it was heard from afar. And huge multitudes came, so great was the fame of Abdul and Ivan Skavar. As Abdul's long knife was extracting the life, in fact he was shouting huzzah. He felt himself struck by that wily Kalmuk, Count Ivan Skavinsky Skavar. The Sultan drove by in his red-breasted fly, expecting the victor to cheer. But he only drew nigh to hear the last sigh of Abdul Bulbul Amir. Tsar Petrovich, too, in his spectacles blue, rode up in his new crested car. He arrived just in time to exchange a last line with Ivan Skavinsky Skavar. There's a tomb rises up where the blue Danube rose, engraved there in characters clear. Our stranger, when passing, oh, pray for the soul of Abdul Bulbul Amir. A Muscovite maiden her lone vigil keeps Neath the light of the pale polar star And the name that she murmurs so oft as she weeps Is Ivan Skavinsky Skavar And always get in touch So if they just leave me alone I'd thank them twice as much Someone said, why don't you wed And quit this paying rent I told them I'm half married now Cause I got my own consent Well, I'm doing the best I can Doing the best I can I couldn't do more and I couldn't do less Cause I'm doing just the best I can And my eyes filled up with tears I asked how long he'd been that way And he said seven years 
Someone said that they always thought that in those sports was great. And my gal said she liked them too if it didn't stay too late. Well, I'm doing the best I can, doing the best I can. Couldn't do more and I couldn't do less cause I'm doing just the best I can. with a pretty girl, but she didn't seem to care. I gave her an electric fan, but she gave me the air. I know a man, his name is Long, his wife is long and lean. They didn't get along for years, but now they got 15. Well, they're doing the best they can, doing the best they can. They couldn't do more and they couldn't do less, cause they're doing just the best they can. Oh, glory, hallelujah, 
That record's in pretty rough shape, but it's such a delightful performance, I really wanted to share it with you. Hear Dem Bells, that was Al Hopkins and his Buckle Busters, the pseudonym used on Brunswick for Al Hopkins and the Hillbillies. That record was made in New York on May 16, 1927. The vocal quartet consisted of Al Hopkins himself, his brother John Hopkins, Charlie Bowman, and Elvis Alderman. Al Hopkins came originally out of North Carolina, but his family had a number of professionals in it. His brother was a doctor. I forget exactly what his dad did, something for the government, for the Census Bureau, I believe. But the family moved from North Carolina to Washington, D.C. for a time, and then down to Galax, Virginia, where Al Hopkins' brother had his medical practice. And apparently he would bring in banjo players and other musicians to entertain the patients at the hospital. Unfortunately, uh, Dr. Hopkins died in 1924, and at that point Al Hopkins and his band went back up to the Washington, D.C. area where they were based for a number of years and performed often on radio. Al Hopkins' band also performed for President Calvin Coolidge and a number of fiddlers' conventions in the mid to late 1920s. They started recording in January of 1925 for the OK label, then switched pretty soon to Brunswick Records, where they would record prolifically some 60-some-odd sides between 1926 and 1928. They continued to perform until Al Hopkins' untimely death in a car accident in about 1932, when he was only in his early 40s. Still, they made some fun records. That one was called Hear Dem Bells. Before that, Vernon Dalhart in 1925, Doing the Best I Can, which is kind of what I'm doing here. And we started off with Frank Crummett in 1927, Abdul Abulbul Amir. Okay, we're going to head over to England now, to Brighton specifically, in a nice theater there, where we will hear Terence Casey play on the theater organ, Just One More Chance song I'll always associate with Bing Crosby. This is a British Columbia record, DB659. After that, we'll hear a little something from the Four Hawaiians, and then it's Harry Hudson recording for the Edison Bell radio label under the name of the Plaza Band. But first up, here's Terence Casey at the theater organ.
love, love, what did you do to me? The things I never miss are things I can't resist. Love, 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 isn't it plain to see? I had a change in heart, what can it be?
There's a rainbow round my shoulder, and it fits me like a glove. Let it blow and storm, cause I'll be warm, for I'm in love. Hallelujah, how the folks will stare when they see the diamond solitaire that my little sugar baby is going to wear. Yes, sir. There's a rainbow round my shoulder And a sky of blue above And I'm shouting so the world will know that I'm in love Here's a charming record by The Plaza Band, directed by Harry Hudson, from February 8, 1929, recorded in London. That's There's a Rainbow Round My Shoulder. And unfortunately, I don't know who the vocalist is, neither does the discography that I have. That was Edison Bell Radio, record number 939, one of those little 8-inch records that were so common in England in the 1920s and 1930s. I think it's a shame that the 8-inch 78 format never caught on here in the United States, Victor tried briefly to introduce 8-inch records with their Bluebird and Electrodisc labels in the early 30s, but those petered out after only a few issues, and they went back to standard 10-inch records. But the 8-inch records tend to sound pretty decent, and they hold about 3 minutes per side, which is comparable to a 10-inch record, but they sure weigh a lot less and take up a lot less space. (laughs) It would be easier on us collectors if there were more of these 8-inch records around. But I digress. Before that, we heard The Four Hawaiians, an Oriole record from July of 1928. That's My Weakness Now, a song I like a lot. And we started the set over in the Regent Cinema over in Brighton, England, with Terence Casey at the theater organ. Just One More Chance. A nice recording that was, not only the performance, but the sound, too. That was from about 1931. Okay, up next, I have a record by... Jack Smith, the Whispering Baritone, a singer I like a lot. Hard to believe he was only 29 years old when he made this on February 19, 1926. He sounds like he could be a good 20 years older. He has such a deep baritone voice and uh, such an understated delivery with a, a wry sense of humor. Here Jack Smith sings, Poor Papa, He's Got Nothing at All, a song by Billy Rose and Harry Woods. If you take a wife, you're out of luck for life. He had all his little sons and daughters by his side. Like happy hooligans, sixteen kids, they all lined up and cried. Mama's got shoes, mama's got clothes, 
Mama's got these and Mama's got those, but poor Papa, poor Papa, he's got nothing at all. Mama goes here, Mama goes there, Mama goes out to every affair, but poor Papa, poor Papa, he waits out in the hall. Now Christmas comes and Mama gets the most expensive frocks. Papa gets a necktie and a pair of ten-cent socks. Everyone cheers when Mama appears and she's got diamonds stuck in her ears. But poor Papa, poor Papa, he's got nothing at all. Mama eats ham, Mama eats lamb, Mama eats bread with strawberry jam, and poor Papa, poor Papa, he eats nothing at all. Mama says, oh, Mama says, ah, Mama says, boo, and Mama says, bye, but poor Papa, poor Papa, he says nothing at all. Papa bought a limousine and the most expensive kind. Now he wears a chauffeur's suit <laughs> and Mama rides behind. Mama's got silk and satin beneath. She's got gold in all of her teeth. But poor Papa, poor Papa, he's got no teeth at all.
coffee, I love tea, but most of all, I love to be lolling around with lolly. Yes, lolling around with lolly is the name of that record, a song you could only write in the 1920s. <laughs> that was the Caroliners, really a Bob Herring orchestra on Cameo 1103, recorded about February 5th, 1927 in New York. And the rather weak-voiced singer is unknown to me. If you have an idea who was singing, Feel free to drop me a line at shellacstack at gmail.com. You can also just drop me a line if you want to say hello and let me know where you're listening to the program from or if you have any comments or requests. Again, shellacstack at gmail.com. You can also send me a note through the website for this program, which is shellacstack.com. Again, shellacstack.com. How smooth was that? (laughs) Before that, we heard Harry Reeser, his very distinguishable banjo stylings. That was Columbia 409-D, beautifully recorded in New York on June 19th, 1925, Ukulele Lady. And starting the set, we heard from the whispering baritone himself, Jack Smith, a Victor record number 19998 from February of 1926, Poor Papa, He's Got Nothing at All. That's how I feel sometimes, but I do have at least two more records for you on today's Shellac Stack program. Both of these are Brunswick's. First up, from October of 1925, a record made in Chicago. Here's Paul Ash and his orchestra with Bam Bam Bammy Shore. And the best guess of the discographers on this one is that it's Paul Small singing the vocal. And we'll wrap up with the Cotton Pickers in April of 1923. An early jazz record that's really, really very good. I like this one a lot. It's called When Will the Sun Shine for Me? And I wish I had more records like this. It's so good. But here first is Paul Ash, Bam Bam Bammy Shore. Thank you. 
But the gal I'll get is the gal I met on the bam, bam, bammy shore. I've been in big songs, dancing around. I've been in small songs, knocking them down. Four thousand miles I've traveled, and I ain't so young no more. But I won't sit pat till I hang my hat on the bam, bam, bammy shore. don't want it to end. <laughs> I love that record. When will the sun shine for me? Normally it was Miff Mole playing the trombone with the cotton pickers, but in this case it was Charlie Pinelli sitting in the trombone chair 
He took over for Miff Mole for a few sessions in mid-1923. Also in the band, we heard Phil Napoleon playing trumpet, Jimmy Lytell on clarinet, Frank Signorelli on piano, John Calley playing the banjo, and Jack Roth, the drummer. That was made April 20th, 1923. Before that, we heard from Paul Ash and his orchestra, Bam Bam Bammy Shore. What a great way to wrap up this edition of the Shellac Stack. I had so much fun this hour. I hope you did too. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to these records with me. As always, I encourage you to let your family and friends know about the program if you think it's something that they would enjoy. And I hope we'll see you back here next time for more 78s on the Shellac Stack. Until then, Happy New Year. Take care and bye-bye.